All right, this is Alex Glenn, and welcome back to the Marketing Automation Podcast. I'm here today with the guest, Nolan Clemens, and we are going to discuss chatbots. Uh, what is going on with chatbots right now? We'll do a quick high-level 10-minute, and uh, then we dive deep into the value of chatbots for B2B applications. So this should be good. Uh, Nolan, are you with me? Why don't you give a quick introductory statement? Hi, my name is Nolan Clemens with Clemens.io, and I run a growth marketing agency out of Dallas, Texas. That's perfect. Okay, so uh, we'll bang out this one real quick. Uh, the question on Quora is, aren't chatbots overhyped at the moment? Um, so the premise of this is the hype of chatbots. Are they just a fun new toy, or are they a serious weapon for customer success, ads, recruiting, etc. Um, so the use cases that we'll dive deeper into in the second section are customer service, lead generation, recruiting, serving content. Uh, the main differences in use cases, um, fully chatbot powered, whether they are 24-7 um, all chatbot uh, versus a conversation starter where the chatbot starts the conversation, a human takes over um, versus uh, sort of a an after hours only with an option to schedule something. So sort of give your users a, a, a little bit of information and uh, try to get them to put themselves into your schedule. Um, a few big tools that we're gonna mention, uh, Maya.ai uh, for creating and deploying custom bots into other applications like Intercom. Uh, ManyChat and ChatFuel for things like Facebook Messenger and uh, Drift.com. Uh, that's the, the conversion of web traffic tool, similar to Intercom, but focused more on sales. And then landbot.io uh, for creating bot-based landing pages or embedding bots into content. Um, so my view on this question, are bots overhyped at the moment? Um, I'm more bearish on bots. Um, so, you know, I think it's a cost-benefit discussion uh, how big of a bot do you create? Uh, when is user experience suffering when you're deploying a bot? Um, I believe they are useful in certain circumstances. Um, you know, you have to pre-screen people. You have to funnel them in one way or another. Uh, you have to give priority to certain levels of leads uh, in your funnel. So I think in, in certain circumstances, they are very useful. And especially, um, you know, we're seeing more and more proof that in Facebook ads, uh, they are becoming very, very useful, um, especially on the B2C side, but we focus more on the B2B side. We'll, so we'll talk about where they are super useful on the B2B side. So again, I'm here with Nolan because he is a much more experienced with chatbots as of late than I am, especially on the ad side. So Nolan's going to go ahead and give you his two cents on the hype or lack of hype around chatbots. I do have quite a bit of experience of building and deploying chatbots for both B2B and B2C cases. And to answer the question of, are they overhyped? Chatbots may actually be overhyped in the sense that they are being marketed as the next big thing. Uh, but part of that lies within, within the Silicon Valley technology trends bubble. And in their case, they've learned not to overlook any new technologies because it's hard to say to predict 
whether something will become the next unicorn or not. So that, that's part of their rationale. Uh, in general, they tend to be trendsetters and in some cases too early. However, marketers like Alex and I, as well as the product developers, the people that are building these tools and solutions are the ones who will ultimately create the value and increase the effectiveness of chatbots. And they have to make they have to meet those basic business expectations in order to stand up to that hype. And we'll go over some use cases and other ways that they are delivering later on in the episode. And real briefly, at the very least, uh, if you are uncomfortable using chatbots, you can at least use them as a way to collect emails or phone numbers and redirect, redirect these chatbot subscribers to those channels um, because all you, all you really have to do is augment your existing marketing channels and processes and bots can help facilitate that. And we'll go over that uh, for at least for some B2B reasons uh, next. Yes, sir. And I'm just showing on screen here a couple of the products that I mentioned that I have used um, with success and um, a couple of the newer ones, landbot.io. A uh, very cool conversation started that you can actually embed into content. So if someone's reading a blog um, and you want to just convert them uh, via the conversation that's happening on the blog post, that's a really cool use case. You can also create an entire landing page out of uh, this bot experience. Uh, Maya.ai, this one is a little heavier. Um, I believe their plans start around 10 grand. Um, and that is a product that you can build and train bots to deploy in other applications as well as on your site um, or through your application. But the integrations, the reason I came across May.ai uh, is they are one of the only um, bot building tools that have a native integration with Intercom. So they allow you to do really nifty things where you're deploying the bot inside an Intercom chat. And then Drift I've used in the past to uh, help convert traffic from blogs especially, but uh, any site, anywhere. Uh, and this is the Drift bot you see here on their homepage. Uh, I actually went through it it says, uh, hey, you're back, what's up? Do you have a question? I said, yes, I have a question, cool. Let me see if I can help the bot says. Uh, I, I said, how can I use Drift? And I was selecting from options and the bot kind of goes through how you can use Drift. And, um, and then I paused and this is the key here. Uh, I paused for about 30 seconds and then one of their customer support people jumped in. Um, so that's where I'm, I'm kind of, uh, for my personal use cases for customer success and converting traffic on the site, um, definitely want to have the ability to drop a human in there, but we'll talk about other use cases, especially in ads where you can power the entire, entire funnel with a, uh, a bot experience. So uh, let's dig into question two. If you're gonna follow along, there will be a link. And that question is, what are some good opportunities for chatbots to add value in B2B applications? All right, so section two, uh, what are some good opportunities for chatbots to add value in B2B applications? Now, I wanna iterate the focus that we're gonna take on B2B, so B2B marketing and uh, B2B use cases, right? Um, so some of the use cases that we can mention here um, that this person may be interested in. Uh, number one, customer service, right? So an in-app chatbot uh, that's maybe available after hours that kind of helps in some low fidelity way inside your application or inside your dashboard or even on your site. 
um, lead generation like Drift um, I showed in the previous episode there, um, or sorry, the previous section there. Uh, Drift is used for lead generation. Uh, Front-end visitors uh, to the site, they can experience some bot that helps them kind of navigate the site um, or uh, helps them get to what the site owner wants, which could be a demo request, um, could be a webinar registration, could be whatever. Uh, recruiting, this is one I've, I've dealt with um, with a local company here called HireAbby.ai, which is doing some really cool stuff where a bot is powering sort of the application steps. Um, really great use case there. Uh, again, B2B. Um, uh, I'm sorry, that's more B2C um, actually, but um, they uh, deploy the bot and, uh, and sell to other companies. Um, now, um, serving content. This is one that I think is really good. Uh, serving content can be done on a B2B basis or a B2C basis, but um, instead of a filtering system on the front end of the site, like you see a category filter for a blog, that kind of stuff, you can actually deploy a bot in Facebook Messenger or through a chat widget on the website that helps kind of steer the customer or the prospect, sorry, into specific areas of the site that are more suited for what their pain points are. So you ask them some questions and the bot displays relevant content based on how they answer that. Um, and then there's uh, another use case for internal stuff. So internal stuff for um, managing processes like Slack bots are a good example of this. So it's a bot-based system that just kind of, you know, asks people certain questions, gathers some intelligence, and uh, and that's it. Um, and and what we're going to focus on uh, are the two big ones. We're going to leave out, um, you know, internal stuff. Not going to talk about recruiting on this one. Uh, but I do want to talk about front-end chatbots. Um, so uh, in this section, I, you know, we use, we use chatbots uh, and tools like Drift uh, to help with customer experience, prospect experience on the front-end. Um, a good use case for this is uh, if you have a ton of blog traffic and you want to bring more of that blog traffic to your pricing page, to your demo page, but you do not have enough sales support or bandwidth to power a chat. Uh, so in this situation, you can use a chat bot. Uh, Nolan, you have some comments about this specific use case? Yes. So from here, you can at least generate leads that can then be nurtured uh, through, through automation. Uh, and we covered some of those uh, in a previous episode, but this, this just ensures that any human energy that is ex exerted is well spent because if you have, have a limited team, you want to make sure you want you really want to limit the amount of human interaction to only what is necessary or what delivers results. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're just listening to this section, I'll show or watching this section, uh, I'll show this uh, drift situation one more time. Um, this situation was me showing up on drift.com and it has a little chatbot experience where the, the chatbot is just trying to filter me into a bucket. You know, am I there for press? Am I there for learning more about the company? I'm a potential customer. At which point I paused, installed, and then a human being actually jumped into the chat. So it was a good experience, I would say. Um, now use case B, uh, you require visitors to fill out a lot of fields on your site. Um, uh, this could be an application. Um, you can set up a bot to gather the same fields you need from a long form, but in a, an engaging and fun way, a conversational manner. Uh, for this, I do suggest 
um, well, the only product I know that can really do it on an, um, sorry, on a, on a platform a dashboard standpoint um, and deploy in the other tools that you may use is uh, Maya.ai. So you can build the bot in Maya.ai uh, and it can act as just imagine if you're talking to someone on the phone and that person was just collecting data and at the end you had a, um, an application. So this could be a credit app, a lease app, some long form housing application, some long form application that you want to um, you want to convert to a chat um, sort of a lead capture, right? Uh, check out Maya.ai and then Intercom is really great for this. You can actually embed Intercom using Maya.ai to power the bot. And a good good aspect about using Intercom is at any time one of your support technicians can jump in, or one of your sales support can jump in as well. They have um, all of the triggers and all the lead captures and all of the um, you know, the API integrations with your CRM so that you can sort of capture data and push it right into your CRM and have it there in Intercom as well. So uh, May on top of Intercom is a great use case for this specific um, specific uh, example that I'm mentioning. And Nolan, you have uh, a couple comments about that? Yes, cross-channel is key for content marketing. So any way that you, you can publish to a user's preferred channel will increase the overall yield for campaigns as a whole. You just want to be careful that there's not too, uh, any overlap or redundancy. Uh, now, there will be some cases where you do actually want that as you're using bots, and we'll talk about this in the next section on uh, Facebook Messenger bots. Got it. Uh, and then I'll just rattle off a couple last ones here. Um, another use case is recruiting off hours for low-level jobs. Again, hireabby.ai. Uh, hireabby.ai is a great tool out of Chicago. I know the founders there. Um, they're building some interesting stuff for this use case. Another one is serving content. This could be done, uh, like I said, via intercom and, and maya.ai. Um, but uh, the premise is, you know, use a bot to kind of help facilitate the uh, pushing of traffic in the right direction and serving of the right types of content for that traffic. Um, and you have one last uh, comment that you made here that's valuable on uh, use case D. Nolan? Yeah, yes. So is and it, it also applies to B as, as well, I guess. And that's that studies have shown that the more input fields, the more information you ask up front, they result in lower conversion rates. So getting the info that you need in a way that's much more fluid uh, and that'll make people much more happy to give you that information. Uh, and as well, and it also applies to when, when they're serving content uh, that they get it in bite-sized chunks. Uh, so whereas in an email newsletter, you'd say, you know, check out this article, this article, this, this event's going on. Mm -hmm. You only want one touch and see, see, what, see what they're the most interested in. Yeah, no, that's great. That's a really great point. So um, keep it keep it low on uh, on the difficulty meter and uh, keep it uh, keep it valuable throughout. Um, now, uh, chatbots uh, for Facebook is uh, the title of our second section here. So in this one, we're going to focus more on the ad side of things and how chatbots can be beneficial for B two B marketing um, through Facebook Messenger ads. Um, now, uh, the other options for using Facebook, it could be something 
similar to um, a chat bot that deploys on a Facebook business page. Um, you know, we've all seen the join my messenger newsletter chat bots. Um, that's, that's, um, one that's picking up steam. Um, so it's a drip newsletter that's served through a, uh, through a messenger, um, chatbot application and um, opting into that chatbot is done um, sorry in, uh, to that newsletter is done via chatbot uh, and then of course messenger ads uh, which we'll dive into um, uh, but first let's do uh, the high level kind of state of the union yeah I know uh, related more to the first section but what is what is going on right now with chatbots deployed in messenger ads for b2b uses Nolan yeah, so the Facebook Messenger platform as a whole, it has over a billion active users, so it's a pretty well-developed channel. Uh, it also plays into Facebook as a whole, and that, and most people would be surprised to learn that that's actually quite useful for B2B lead generation, and we could, we'll do a, another episode just on that topic. Mm -hmm. But for chatbots uh, particularly, it's basically like it, it's a new sport. So it's like playing basketball in the sense that there's a quick back and forth. Uh, one team's going this way, the other team's going this way. And you also get higher click-through rates and open rates similar to the shot accuracy. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get a lot of touches and you can get very e quickly, easily uh, get results. The other thing that's great about for Facebook bots is that you can see exactly where someone's dropping off in the funnel or in, as, as we say, the flow or sequence. Um, and the other, the other thing is you can tell as soon as for, for the ad, particularly as soon as someone um, opts in or engages, you know who they are and you can get most of their public information, uh, which is, you know, we've covered some prospecting techniques, it, but in this case, you usually don't get to know who the actual individual is. At, at best, we know who the company is. So with chatbots, you get to know who, who that individual is. Um, there are some restrictions to the platform uh, and I'll go real quickly. And one of those is the 24 plus one rule. And that means that you can send and respond to as many messages uh, within 24 hours uh, from 24 hours after the last interaction from the user. After that, you only get plus one. And that's basically the equivalent to the dribble rule in basketball. So you have to dribble the ball as you're moving. And if you touch the ball with both hands to pass or shoot, you can only have two steps and you can't dribble again. Otherwise that'd be double dribbling. So you pass or shoot. And if the user engages with either of those messages, then you can proceed and, and it, the countdown basically starts over. Uh, the other way uh, to send messages is through subscription. Although you can't send promotional messages when you have them in subscription. So that's outside of the 24 plus one. Uh, you just have to be, you have to be creative and probably ask a question like, uh, what problem, you know, ask it something that's easy for them to answer. And then the other way um, out is through sponsored messages. Mm -hmm. And you can send whatever you want uh, and uh, to these, it can be promotional or non-promotional, uh, but it it's, will show up as an ad inventory within the actual Facebook Messenger app as if it's a conversation that they're having. So that's that's very effective there. And the first use case uh, we'll go over is for webinars. And uh, for those of you that already have a web webinar funnel set up, this, this can be great uh, to help convert clicks to web webinar registrations. 
within the messenger bot because uh, as I said earlier, you can extract emails out of this pretty quickly and that's known as a quick reply. So a user doesn't have to type in anything. They just press um, on, on their email address, the one that's default to their Facebook account. So the, if it's their personal email versus their work email, they may have to type it in again, or maybe they don't really care. Mm -hmm. um, but once, once they're in that through Zapier, you can do multiple things with it. And, and basically, so not only you get their email and they get uh, a reminder for the webinar, but you can also send the reminder for the webinar uh, through the chat bot, as well as just selecting a time to do that, because that's, that's one thing. There's, there's a lot of appointment scheduling apps uh, for email and managing people's calendar to choose, choose a time where you're not booked, but you can also do this in a chat bot right then and there. Uh, and they don't have to leave. They don't have to leave messenger at all. That's a good point. Yeah. And um, you know, I want to kind of further develop that uh, example, but um, you know, local businesses marketing to other local businesses in the B2B space here. Um, you can have service-based businesses that, you know, are active on Facebook. So let's just say your audience are uh, restaurant owners and GMs. Um, these people, it's a great situation for Facebook because they have a requirement or a requirement, but um, sort of an obligation to use Facebook as well to market their business. Facebook is great for local promotions, especially restaurants um, and other service-based businesses. But, um, you know, uh, your audience is on Facebook. So you know that they're there. And now the only thing to do is try to lower your CPCs, uh, increase conversions, create really interesting ways for them to kind of get into your funnel, right? So um, I did this recently in the merchant services space where we had an ad and maybe I can show you kind of the setup of the ad, but um, yeah, here it is. And I don't mind showing this. We actually uh, rebranded and changed this, this company, but, um, but anyways, it was a, uh, an ad that actually showcased um, the personal assistant messenger bot in the image of the ad. Um, so I had a call to action to learn more, but when they clicked, uh, it opened, and I'll show you on screen here. And we tested a bunch of different messagings, but a really low fidelity chat bot experience. Um, this one was just built off of uh, Messenger's initial um, options for uh, displaying a few questions. But obviously, if you use ManyChat and ChatFuel, um, you can create a much more robust app than what their out-of-box solution gives you. Uh, but the other uh, aspect of, of Messenger, you can charge in these bots. So I think you mentioned this, but um, during your webinar registration, you can actually have a paywall um, in Messenger now. So that's very interesting. So um, in this situation, we were just trying to gauge the interest level of someone uh, in the restaurant community, sorry, an owner of a restaurant, ideally, um, and whether or not they're you know paying too much in um, processing fees, right? Um, and if they are, if they believe they are paying too much, whether or not they'd like to lower those fees or if they have any questions. When they clicked that, uh, then it would go to the website where on the page, landing page that they got to, they would actually continue the conversation with the chat bot. Um, and uh, we did that through intercom, right? So 
that was uh, done via a specific parameter that was on the end of the click-through URL. And when they landed on the page, the chatbot experience would continue. And um, if we were on hours, uh, we would jump into the conversation. If we were off hours, the chatbot would just run through. So that's a very, very uh, easy to understand use case of, you know, give someone sort of the initial information through the ad experience. And that's another thing that these chatbots do really well, uh, just like video ads. They give a good amount of information to the user and allow you to kind of decide during the experience whether or not you want to go one way or another. And depending on which way you go, uh, the chatbot will give you what you need. Uh, that's the idea. And that's the, the use case that I like. Um, so why don't you talk about giveaway contests, Nolan? Yes. Yeah, so the, particularly for many chat, but I, I guess it applies to the Facebook Messenger as a whole. There's multiple ways to get new subscribers or for people to first interact. And we touched on ads. Uh, you click to message and then you can start experience right there. Mm -hmm. You can visit their page, send a message through there. You can have a web plugin similar to some of these front end tools. Um, you can scan it, this QR code, looking, which is actually pretty nifty. And then also you can leave a comment to, to, to receive a message from that page. And that's probably one of the most um, best kept secrets of chatbot or even Facebook marketing as a whole. And what, in, here's, here's a B2C case, but I'll, I'll get into how it applies to B2C. Is for a local restaurant, they had a, a gift card giveaway contest, and they showed this a gif of the chef holding up two gift cards and just leave a comment below to enter and a bunch of people will enter, com enter comments they'll tag their friends so more and more people will see it and then when they leave that comment uh we start them in a sequence and we and in order to email uh just give us your email thanks to that quick reply so we get email right then and that's how we we do a random number generator and we do it based on the email so each email is an entry now for b2b or actually I'll go in. So for the B2C ones, what they'll do is it can be a gift card for that restaurant. If it's a beauty salon, here's some uh, shampoo or conditioner. Some They're winning something that's relevant to what they do. So for B2B, there's a couple of different ways to look at it. And actually, I just thought of one just now back to these brick and businesses that serve other businesses. So let's say a print shop, um, you know, enter below, we're giving away 100 free business cards or we're giving away a free banner to someone and that can be useful. Hey, I actually need some more business cards or, Hey, I need this. And even if they don't win, you can still start them in that sequence to place an order or make it, make it easier for them. Uh, at the very least, uh, once you get their email, then you can message, Oh yeah, I meant to follow up with them. Then they, then they can go through with that. And so it acts as kind of a double whammy uh, to get wins both on, both on the, messenger front mm -hmm. and also through the email front or phone number, whatever, whatever channel uh, you like to use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I like that experience. Um, I like the idea of that experience of the um, giveaway, the print shop, giving away some business cards, um, you know, first chatting them up and making sure that they fit the profile and then, you know, almost like surprising them with a hell you won and uh, go ahead and enter a few things and we'll send you off some business cards. I like that. Um, so uh, you had one more here. It's a, uh, it's a content marketing um, subscription via Messenger that we've seen a lot more of. But can you kind of highlight what that is? 
Yes. So, so I covered a bit on the subscription messaging, and this is basically um, even back to the other use case we talked about. You, as a preferred channel, or even just to use this as as the primary channel for content marketing. Uh, so, if you have similar to how you would have lead magnets in order to increase email opt-ins, mm-hmm. and then through through the email sequence, they you gradually increase generate leads through that. This is a, just another way to do that and to leverage the high open rates and click-through rates that Facebook Messenger can deliver. And as long as you, as long as you make it conversational and non-promotional, for, that's, that's the main thing because they, those are the rules of, of the platform. So you wouldn't say, you know, get, get 20% off this or we're having a special on this. You'd say, uh, you'd ask a question. That'd probably be the best way to do it. And depending on how they answered, um, and make it easy, make it something something simple and easy for them to say yes or no to. Yeah. Uh, and then you can deliver the, you know, here, here's our free guide or ebook on this subject, or whatever that piece of content is, if it's infographic. And the other thing we didn't cover is that you basically with with Facebook Messenger you, or any chatbot, you basically have the effectiveness that you would in let's say SMS but you can also include rich media. So you can include photos, uh, mm-hmm. a photo gallery for people to swipe through, you know, various options. You can include a video in there. Uh, so there's a lot of other things and you get to leverage the network effects of, of Facebook as a whole, uh, particularly when people are sharing uh, something or, or inv- you know, and promoting this to their friends. So that's always find a, think of creative ways to take advantage of that. Yeah. I like that. So you mentioned a couple things there, um, you know, ask a question, some, some low intrusive, you know, just general question to help feed them through to different paths in your bot. So if anyone has not experimented with bot development, um, you create sort of uh, sort of like a tree, right? You create a, a, a QA sort of tree where if they answer this question this way, um, they go into this, um, this path and then if they answer that question that way they go into another path um so when you create a chatbot you have to pretty much lay out that entire path and if you create another option in that path you have to have an endpoint for everything so some of these endpoints could be just linking to content somewhere some of these endpoints could be a video that you display some of the endpoints could be you know someone that's really interested and wants to book a demo with your service so we didn't talk about like SaaS as a uh, user experience, but one of, I'm um, sorry, as a use case, but uh, one of um, the ones I'm most familiar with is using this uh, to make sure to convert users on the front end. So uh, whether or not you're starting with a Facebook ad or um, starting with a, uh, uh, you know, some organic traffic to the site. Um, you know, having that bot experience to help kind of steer them through the site is one that I'm very familiar with. And especially in the software industry, it's, it's, uh, it's very big. Um, and again, uh, you know, with regards to ads in general, you know, the best case scenario is the ad would uh, correlate and match specifically with the rest of the funnel the user is going to go through. So if you're going to use bot interaction on the site uh, and you want to make sure that type of user is the type that's going to engage with a bot not all users will engage with your bot that's one of the caveats there 
but a way to guarantee that those traffic and those users, sorry, are going to engage with your bot on the site is to get them to your site using a bot. Um, so although some final thoughts here, although I'm bearish um, or, you know, sort of kind of hesitant to develop entire scale, uh, you know, entire um, uh, enormous bot projects, um, uh, I do use bots uh, for, for small scale stuff like ads and um, just quick lead qualification stuff. And I, uh, you know, I say this because I've, you know, I've, I have built larger bots that do do things that we've mentioned. And, um, you know, although I really enjoyed it and it was a fun experience, I, I haven't quite seen the use case for, for the larger conversational bots that um, try to take control of the entire interaction. Um, I think especially at higher, st uh, higher price products and uh, where the stakes are really high, uh, you do want to make sure that a customer success person or sales support person is available to jump in at any time. Um, and that being said, I think Nolan has a really good take on the bullish view of bots and where they're at now and where they'll go. Yes, and, and to reiterate, uh, Alex, you actually brought up a great point is that how, how you can have multiple endpoints. Um, chatbots can essentially act as a tesseract uh, for those of you that read A Wrinkle in Time. Basically, you get to transcend steps uh, that people would have to take, like checking their email um, or visiting a website. And, you know, so anytime you can reduce the amount of steps to where everything can happen in, with, within one place, and this could be especially useful for the uh, payments feature, but that can increase conversions um, and, and can uh, help, help you on that front. And the other point is I traditionally think of email as the most powerful channel when used properly, uh, at least for organic media. So if you have a thousand Twitter followers versus a thousand emails, a thousand emails will outperform uh, the Twitter followers at the same amount easily. But the, if the chatbots can outperform email in terms of open rates and click-throughs, then they may become a great channel to use for B2B or, or even anything, anything in that situation. So and what would be really interesting is if LinkedIn somehow uh, is able to open open things up to chatbots on that platform, either through pr probably through business pages, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see um, if, if that happens down the road. And uh, the success of, of chatbots will mainly depend on how fluid the user experience is and users will ultimately side on the path of least for least resistance. So if it's easier just to, you know, start up a chat and do that, if it's easier for them to fill out a form, they'll do whichever one. And this applies for your product uh, or service as a whole. And, and that's something you have to think about is, it, is user experience is key, uh, especially if it can be instantaneous. So be sure to invest the time to take, to make sure you test things out, um, as Alex was saying, and make any necessary adjustments uh, like if you want to bring in bring in a human for this to have them jump in, so um, keep those in mind. And um, if you have any any more questions or suggestions, feel free to let us know, uh, and and we'll, we'll follow up on that. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, yeah, definitely. I think this is a very expansive conversation, or could be an expansive conversation. We can dive pretty deep into use cases. Um, so if anyone listening does have a specific use case that they want us to answer or touch on or show how we would do it in an episode, 
Um, we're all ears. So comment on this Quora question or uh, go to the Marketing Automation Podcast uh, and you'll see an email there. Um, but uh, Alex at righttorevenue.com works. Uh, and then you can find Nolan as usual at Clemens.io or in his Facebook group. And I'll have to pull that up here. Uh, and maybe he has a chat bot that you can grow, uh, so you can engage with. But, um, but yeah, so I'm showing it on the screen here, growth hacking and outbound marketing. Go ahead and check that out. Um, and, uh, and yeah, let's, uh, let's keep in touch. So thanks again, Nolan, for the time and the words and the wisdom. And uh, let's catch up for another episode soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, and and I, hope, I hope you guys found this to be valuable. I think so. I think this was a good one. So catch up soon. And do another. Have a good rest of the day, rest of the week. And um, I'll see you online. Okay. All right. Goodbye, Alex. Take care.